Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, I'm Tracy Koga. And thanks for downloading this podcast from iLikeYou.com. If you can, give us a follow or a subscribe. And remember that all the information about the guests in today's episode can be found at iLikeYou.com. Now, let's get started. Hello everyone, welcome to Hue at Home, I'm Tracy Koga. It is all about the wonderful world of social media and how you too can have your own platform. I'll be here on the Hue set with Linda Dostowicz, she's a life and business coach, and then we'll bring in the experts, SNS Creative and Jenny B from Jenny B Loves Coffee. The Hue chat room starts now. Well, welcome, Linda, to the Hugh studio. I promised, you know, you would be here in person. Uh, it's taken two years, but <laughs> <laughs> but it's been good. Thank yes. you for having me. I'm so happy to be here. And it's so nice to be talking to you right in person and admiring each other's nails. And, you know, it's just, it's so, it's so different. I, I appreciate seeing everyone on the screen, but it is so nice to be up close and personal. And you know what? I think this is what we want to talk about. Um, you are a business and life coach. And yes, you know, we've been through a lot. But tonight it's talking about women. Um, you know, whether it's women entrepreneurs or whether it's just women going for what they truly want. And I think you exemplify that um, with what you've done. So take us a little bit on your journey, how you come out of the pandemic. I know that we're still kind of in it, but I'm saying now we're kind of, we should be talking post-pandemic. Post-pandemic. You know, one of the themes, of course, today is talking about podcasting and women and voice. And I would say podcasts were a huge coping uh, technique that I had throughout the whole pod, uh, pandemic. Mm-hmm. I would walk either, you know, I just got the dog or, or by myself and having a woman's voice often, most of the, I, I would say most of the podcasts I listen to are women, women in business, and having that connection, that, that very intimate experience of having somebody in your ear as you're walking or as you're doing the dishes or whatever, that was a way for me of connecting with other women, hearing their stories, uh, how they were getting through different coping mechanisms and different ideas for inspiration. So for me, post-pandemic right now, it is really, uh, I want to say, even increasing that sense of connection and that intimacy of talking to women, 
helping women really go for their dreams. And one of those things is admitting what you want in life. That's a big thing for a lot of people. Uh, you know, we, we hold ourselves back. We say, you know, I'm okay. I'm content with what I, I have, which is wonderful. I'm all for expressing gratitude. But we hold ourselves back and we play small. And one of the things that I like to do with the women that I support who are mostly entrepreneurs is to help them play big, help them to step into the things that they've always wanted to do and help them find their voice. Um, a lot of women entrepreneurs that I talk to are still reluctant to show up on social media Still reluctant to, you know, I hear a lot of women saying, oh, I'd love to have a podcast. I'd love to do Instagram lives or, you know, do something like this where they're, uh, they're sharing their stories. They're on video and they hold themselves back and they don't, uh, it's a lack of confidence. It's self-doubt. It's feeling maybe they don't have an interesting enough story. And I love I love being able to support them and help them through those challenges and so that they can put their message out, that they can feel heard, that they can, uh, you know, I love the ripple effect of all of this stuff is, you know, I support one woman to go after what she wants and usually a woman in business is helping other women and, you know, the ripple effect can be just so huge. So especially with things like podcasts and video, it, it can have such a, a huge impact. So uh, post-pandemic, it is having an impact, using your voice, playing big. <laughs> okay. And so that takes me to my first question to you is, you have a pos podcast. What is it all about? My podcast, uh, the All in Gold podcast, is all of those things it's helping women identify things like the imposter syndrome uh things the perfectionism big one for women a big reason that a lot of women um procrastinate they're trying to get things perfect you know they don't want to put things out until it's a hundred percent um i was actually just having this conversation with my daughter you and i were talking mm -hmm. about um, my daughter and she's applying for different colleges right now and she looks and the, this statistic has been proven she looks at the list of qualifications <laughs> and unless she has 110 percent of those qualifications she won't apply where they've done studies that most men who will look at a list of qualifications for jobs will do if I've got 50 percent of those qualifications I'm going to apply and right off the bat, you're holding yourself back because you're trying to do it perfectly. So for me, my podcast is about helping uh, women identify those things. And I'm very open with my own, my own journey, my own struggles about um, being seen, being heard, taking up space, um, all of those things that, uh, that women struggle with when they are trying to balance uh, life at home, life with a business, life with a job, kids, partners, and really just trying to be a support for women who are, uh, who are trying to play a bigger game. Wow. Well, that leads me now, I guess I'm going to open it up to our lovely experts. I'm calling you tonight, but I want to give a big warm welcome to Shalinda and Natalie, and of course, Jenny, 
Jenny, well, you know, uh, I'm, we're going to get you to retell your story, but I think it now has a, a broader, uh, I guess, exposure now. So I'm so happy for that. But I'm going to go with Shalinda and, and Natalie. Um, so you actually have a kind of a closer relationship with Linda and Jenny, I guess, in a way. So let's talk about women in podcasting. Um, where do we stand versus men? And then let's talk about how your creative juices have helped these two women in their careers. Shalinda. <laughs> and you just have to unmute yourself. Oh, we still, she's still muted. You're still muted, Shalinda, I think. And we've lost Natalie, too. We had you, girls. Can't hear us. There, there we, we go. go. Yes. Yay. Okay. A little, so you know what? It's technology, right? <laughs> That's life. We're not perfect. That's right. <laughs> exactly. That's why yeah. we have to keep on doing it and doing it. Okay, good. Exactly. All right. So you, uh, you heard me. So, uh, yeah, Shalinda. Go for it, Shalinda. Well, when it comes to women in podcasting, I think that a lot of women uh, are discouraged because they truly don't believe, like Linda said, that they have a story to tell and everyone has a fantastic story to tell. And I think a lot of women get caught up in the, the qualification process where they think that they need to have, um, you know, a degree in some sort of, of topic to have a podcast or to have that you know, credibility behind the words that they're, they're speaking into this podcast. But I think we all have to recognize that our perspective is what makes us all very unique. And that's exactly why podcasting is so diverse and gives women the chance to tell their stories. And uh, Natalie, what is the percentage of women in podcasting versus men? Honestly, I have no idea what the percentage is. I do know that I only listen to women who podcast. And, you know, who, we can maybe look up the percentage, but I'm not sure. Our business, all of our clients are women. Mm -hmm. um, that's not that we wouldn't support men, but it's just like, like Shalinda said, it gives a voice. It um, helps women grow their businesses, grow different audiences. And a lot of the times the thing that's holding them back is I don't have enough to say, how could I ever talk for nine hours for nine episodes or, you know, and they're just like, exactly like Linda said with the application process, I don't, I'm not an expert. I'm not a university degree. I don't have blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to podcast because I can't speak on it. When we all have a story, we can all speak on it, especially if you own a business. There's other women out there you can help by telling how you started your story, how you got the courage to, you know, actually launch the business, X, Y, and Z. Um, and so that's what we do for these fantastic ladies and for other for our other clients and within our business in general. Um, so, Jenny, I know that you, first of all, you started out with a really cool story, um, celebrating your 60th birthday, visiting 60 <laughs> coffee places. What was it, or how did Natalie and Shalinda help you get to where you are with your podcast? Um, and thank you for that, uh, Tracy. Yeah, it's interesting. It started actually with Linda, because um, I kept not running into Linda, but we would be on different um, events and whatnot, and Linda was always there. And I think it was on one of your um, Tuesday afternoon 
sessions and Linda popped in and is like, hey, nice to see you again. And I said, oh, you know, let's meet for coffee. So we met for coffee over Zoom and we were just kind of chatting. And right on the spot, I said, you know what? I, I want to book you for a coach for a month. And I thought, okay, start with a month, you know, four, 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 I think it was Wednesdays that we agreed on. So four Wednesdays. And I had, of course, I'm always got my fingers in all kinds of different pies and whatnot. And Linda helped me focus and kept drilling down. Okay, so what is it you really, really want to do? Just tell me, like right now, what do you want to do? And I said, I want to do Kabi Bajani B. Okay, so let's work on that. And so we, she set up, you know, assignments for me and homework and let's work on this and let's really figure out exactly what you want to do. And then Linda was telling me about her podcast and working with Natalie and Shalinda. And so I asked her for their contact information. So I'll never forget, I'm sitting, uh, I went to Starbucks and I'm sitting in my car having coffee and I'm, I'm talking to Natalie and she's telling me, okay, you know, all this, all this stuff for her podcast, you know, of course I knew nothing about it. And then she said, okay, so, you know, here, here are our rates for this and this and this, and this is our rate for a year. And without any hesitation, I said, okay, yeah, I'm booking you for a year. <laughs> not knowing what the heck I'm going to talk about, not caring, not, not even caring at that moment where I'm going to get the money <laughs> to pay for it. I just knew that I had this feeling inside of me that if I didn't do it at that moment, if I didn't just jump in, and put my my faith in that this was going to happen and work out for me, I wouldn't be here today. And so I took that leap of faith, and here we are. Wow. You were an amazing client, Jenny. I got to say, you because each week you would show up and you were so willing to just go with the process. And you were such an action taker, and you were, yeah, you were an ideal client. Oh, thanks. well, you were, you were a great coach and you helped me really focus and, and drill down into what exactly I wanted to do. Nice. And now you're sharing this amazing podcast with people. I love it. I know. Thank Coffee you. with Jenny B. What was your stumbling block into getting into podcasting? Uh, you know, and again, it's, it's interesting, the, the theme, Women Supporting Women. I knew I wanted to have a podcast because coaches that I admired really um, had podcast and I was like, Oh, I'd love to do that. I'd love to offer that mm -hmm. support to my clients. But I knew if I tried to figure it out on my own and do like MacGyver it, and I knew I would never get anywhere. So I didn't hesitate to hire professionals. <laughs> Shalinda and Natalie were fantastic. And it was like, that yeah. was for me, the stumbling block was, and a lot of women in business do this they don't invest in themselves. They don't invest in help. They don't invest in, you know, having people come in to do things um, for them. They think I'll do everything myself. I'll build a website. It'll take me six months and I'll, instead of, you know, spending the money, I'll just do it myself. And it can be a real stumbling block for women. Mm -hmm. And it's saying like, I'm like, as Jenny said, like, I'm just going to do this. I'm trusting my gut. I'm committing to a year. I'm hiring professionals and I'm going for it. And that's, that's an amazing, amazing story. Well, that yeah. must make you two feel pretty good. Shalinda and it, Natalie. <laughs> it really does. Cause Linda was actually our first ever podcasting client. Oh, and 
She was our first client, and we had just started our podcast two weeks prior. Shalinda and I sat down in a coffee shop, and I had always wanted this podcast called The Sick and Successful. And, but I wasn't going to do it myself, and I, MacGyvering it, like Linda said, was not going to happen. And then Shalinda and I met through Every Body Campaign at Organic Tan, again, women supporting women. And um, we became friends instantly, like our, our personalities just meshed and we were together at coffee and we said like I said you know you have an incredible journey of beating cancer I have a journey of a chronic illness Crohn's disease let's talk to women about that they can be successful while dealing with life-threatening illnesses while dealing with things that come up in life that feel like they're gonna crash and fall down but you can still pick yourself up and be successful so that week Shalinda obviously has broadcasting experience 15 years of it. She's in radio. I have a degree in marketing and social media background. So we did it. It was like two pieces of a puzzle, one side of the business, one side radio broadcasting. We started a podcast the following week. We're like, that was easy. You know, (laughs) it wasn't hard for us because what I couldn't do, she could and what she couldn't do, I could. And so we were like, why don't we help women do this? And I remember it like it was yesterday. We're like, yeah, let's do it. And I think two days later, Linda and I were speaking and we met with Linda and that week Linda signed on and there came our business SNS podcasting. It all happened. It all happened very quickly. Like, (laughs) and I think it was because like Natalie said, like we were able to bring those two pieces together that needed to uh, happen in order to, you know, make that this happen for other women. And Mm. that's, that's, that's what we were hearing time and time again. I would constantly have women say to me, Oh gosh, I would love to have a podcast. I just wouldn't even know where to begin. And, and that's why we wanted to create a business where we simplified that for, for women where they only could just hit record, speak their, their story into a microphone. And then we take care of the rest and the rest of the world gets to hear what they have to say. And the beautiful thing is Linda was our first client and Jenny was one of our most recent clients. So over the last two years, I think we started in 2019, the end of 2019. And here we are. And it's so such a beautiful, like full circle moment to be sitting here with these two women that like they're so successful in their businesses and and their podcasts. And it's, you know, sponsorships and all this stuff coming from it because me and Shalinda believed in ourselves for a moment. And then look at, like Linda said, the ripple effects. Oh, yes. Okay, so I want to talk about monetization, sponsorship. How does that all work? I mean, you can have, uh, um, you know, and I'll say, like, from our experience, um, I like you. We've got close to almost 300 episodes of content out there. But so what is, what is the key, girls? Let's let Jenny speak on this one. Oh, Jenny, yeah. 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 What's your experience, Jenny? Well, you know, it's interesting because um, when I used to work in in fundraising, so I was a fundraising coordinator for 10 years. And so my job was to ask for stuff. So ask for money, ask ask for sponsorships and put myself out there. And what's interesting is that with this, with the podcast, I, I, all I, well, okay. I shouldn't say all I was doing was talking about me and my journey and my love of coffee and so on. But I, I was approached by CA Manitoba just out of the blue. I'm just going to say it's out of the blue because I wasn't expecting it. And it, it was a contact of mine that I used to work with um, many years ago at CAA. And it was, it was actually one of her marketing persons, uh, people who said, um, oh, 
you know, Jenny does this uh, coffee with Jenny B. You should maybe talk to her because what they were doing is this Manitoba made at CAA and they were featuring Stone City coffee roasters. So coffee, mm -hmm. coffee with Jenny B. It just made sense. And when she wanted to talk to me about opportunities, I'm thinking, yeah, something small, you know, no big deal, <laughs> which turns out that they want to sponsor two of my podcast episodes. They, I did a video with the president of CA Manitoba and it was videotaped. And so she said, and this is going to be a series of possible interviews and sponsored podcasts. So just, you know, um, I want to say it fell in my lap. And it's interesting because I said to my husband one day, I was talking about, you know, my work at the university and so on. And I said, I, I just, I'm so lucky. And he said, luck has nothing to do with it. It's all your years of hard work, experience, knowledge, putting yourself out there, right? Putting yourself out there. And when you manifest and put yourself out to the universe, the universe responds. And so that's what's happened for me. The biggest, the biggest thing with monetizing um, Instagram or a podcast is putting yourself out there. You mm -hmm. send every company three, four, five emails till they reply because the HR per or the HR person, the marketing person, anyone might have switched. They said no at first and then they switch. The key is to let them know what your podcast is about, how your podcast can benefit their company mm -hmm. and how you would like to speak about them on your podcast and then ask them if they see room to collaborate. And so many times, Again, women aren't asking for these things when yeah. the money is literally, the companies are like, please, somebody, I want to market this. <laughs> and they're waiting, just like Jenny said, it fell into her lap. Well, I'm sure somebody told somebody about that, right? But if Jenny or anyone else reaches out to these companies, even more, the sponsorships will keep coming. Mm -hmm. And from my fundraising experience, um, I always believe that if you don't ask, you don't get. And people, <laughs> right. have, no, but seriously, but people have actually <laughs> said to me, donors have said, I didn't give because nobody asked me. I was willing to give, but nobody asked. And wow. so yeah, absolutely put it up there, ask, because you know what? No is not always no. No is maybe, maybe not right now, but maybe later on. Wow. Shalinda, I was going to ask you now, frequency. How often should you be posting and, and does regularity have anything to play in it as far as like maybe getting more viewers or listeners, yeah. I guess, in this case? Yeah, listeners for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and hey, I mean, a lot of people do have a video component to their podcasts mm -hmm. and it all depends on what, uh, what kind of content you want to provide your, your viewers or your listeners. But in terms of a podcast, I mean, I'm a big fan of at least a episode per week because you're making a date with your listeners. You want them to feel a part of your community. You want them to uh, feel engaged with on the regular. You want to check in with them. They want to check in with you. Um, I think that, yeah, at least bare minimum, uh, like a, an episode a week for sure. Wow, that's a lot of work. But for you, Linda, now having your podcast, how has that changed you confidence-wise, dealing, I guess, with clients now? You know, um, I it, it, it's interesting to have clients who will reach out to me who will say, you know, I, I, I met you somewhere and then I went and I binged your podcast. <laughs> so they, and I think that's a great tool that you've got so that somebody... Uh, gets familiar with your voice, gets familiar with your values, you know, your personality, 
and thinks, okay, I could work with her, you know, like I get mm -hmm. her. And I, I do the same thing. You know, if I'm looking to work with somebody, I'll go in and check out their podcast and, you know, spend some time with them and go, oh yeah, I, I really, I really, I want more of this person, mm -hmm. you know? And I think that's, that's the key. I want more, you know, like it's, it's, uh, it's, it's, I, I love how you said that, Shalinda. It's a, um, uh, you're making a date with the person. Mm -hmm. It's an invitation to work with them. And I think that's, that's a great way of looking at it. Well, I love your story, uh, Natalie and, and Shalinda, sick and successful. Uh, and I think that the common denominator is all of you have such great stories. And it, you're right. It comes with that one story. Where, and you're still doing sick and successful? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And what yes. is, have you heard any feedback from women and probably and, and men too or and, and anybody listening oh absolutely Shalinda do you want I feel like I'm talking so much so do you want to <laughs> I literally talk for a living so take okay. it away Natalie you go for it um so we did season one of sick and successful right when we started our our podcasting business SNS podcasting that's evolved mm -hmm. and then we actually took a year-long break over the pandemic I gave birth <laughs> and had a lot of um, postpartum anxiety and really struggled Shalinda was going through the pandemic as well and was struggling also so we meant to not pause I thought I was going to be able to continue recording after having a baby well that's first time mom syndrome and then <laughs> second of all we were going to pause for a month or two it ended up being a year and then we kept trying to record. We recorded four episodes. We were, and they, they literally disappeared off of a computer. We tried again and we tried again. And it was just like, what is wrong? Then we realized we were focusing in season one a lot on sickness. The pandemic happened. We evolved. I had a baby. Shalinda's life changed. Like we all, we just evolved. And we were like, season two is all about success. And the amount well, our business this month has never been, our, we have quadrupled our business. Everything is, you know, the amount of reviews we're getting, the amount of feedback we're getting. We're getting women in our DMs saying like, number one, where can I send you money? Like, how can I, how can I work with you? How can I get on with your team? But number two, like, I've never gotten this much advice from just a podcast. I've never had this much tangible actions to take. I've never had this much inspiration on being successful just from one spot. So it's really cool to see and, and, and have our podcast evolve in that way while still keeping the name sick and successful. You know, I wanted to um, speak to what that question you had about consistency in podcasts. And I love this concept more and more is that women in business use consistency to beat themselves up unless I post two times a day on Instagram and mm -hmm. I have a podcast every, you know, twice a week, I might as well not do anything, right? It's, it's kind of that all or nothing. It has to be um, super like regimented and every day and I have to do this. And I think that that is a very, um, a very old school of business thought that isn't really working for women. I think women need to be focused a little bit more on self-compassion, on um, recognizing the cycles of life. You know, like I had a baby, you know, like Natalie, you know, like that's a big change, you know, and, and saying, yeah, I, maybe I could give myself a little bit of a grace, you know, I don't have to hammer this out. 
uh, just on that, you know, that, that, um, that schedule, like I think having a little bit more of uh, an, a recognition that our value doesn't just come from that, that uh, very boxed version of what we're supposed to be. Our value can come from, you know, I'm, I'm doing the best I can and I'm putting this out and that can actually inspire other women to say, hey, she's doing it. She's got a baby in one hand or she's, you know, like she's not showing up perfectly, but she's still doing it. Maybe I could do it. You know, Mm -hmm. if I don't have to adhere to this strict um, standard, maybe there's room for me. Maybe there's room for my voice. Maybe there's room for this imperfect human side of me to show up. Oh, most definitely. I think so. Um, Jenny, before we wrap things up, What's coming up the pike for Jenny B? Well, um, there's actually quite a few things that are coming up. But before I get there, I just want to very quickly talk about how wonderful it's been working with Natalie and Shalinda on this podcast. Because when I when I when I jumped in feet first, uh, I knew nothing about podcasting, nothing about nothing really, and they they. They've been so wonderful helping guide me and give me the support because, you know, I, you have those doubts. It's like, you know, I'd always be asking, okay, so how did I sound? How was that podcast? And just like, you know, like needing that reassurance. And, and, and now I feel so more, um, I feel so much more comfortable in my skin and, and being able to tell my story and, and excited to do it every week. And it's not a chore for me. It's something I look forward to doing and really opening myself up to all kinds of things. But in answer to your question is, I'm looking at different things. You know, I, I want to do a coffee night. So I want to brand it, Coffee Night with Jenny B, where once a month we're at a coffee shop and we're doing cuppings and tastings and education. And and I did a demo with uh, Jay from Colossimo's and it was amazing. And so this is what I want to start doing and branding product and who knows, who knows, you know, my son said to me, um, he said, mom, he says, I'm so happy for you. He said, maybe one day you'll be on the Joe Rogan show. And I said to him, I said, well, maybe one day I'll have my own radio show. Oh, love that. (laughs) Uh, Well, you know what? Congratulations to both of you, Shalinda and Natalie. I mean, Linda and and Jenny are, I guess, two shining examples. And, And if there's women out there, that want to try and do this, I think, go for it. Absolutely. Yeah, we actually, we have, we have created a program versus just one-on-one coaching. Mm -hmm. And it's crazy because this week is the week that we've launched it. And it's called Ready, Set, Record, where Mm -hmm. we have a group container taking them now, teaching them how to edit, teaching them how to do everything themselves at a lower price point, because we realized there's so many women who want to do this, but maybe can't afford the higher price point, but, you know, also don't want to MacGyver. So at the moment, we have 18 beautiful souls who are ready to go, ready to start their podcast starting October 6th. And our goal is to help 30 women to jump off with 30 reviews, to jump off with 30 supports doing it at the same time. And it's, it's so cool. And it's just been like, oh, I I have goosebumps (laughs) talking about it. Uh, well, and for you, Shalinda, coming with a radio background, and you said, yes, my voice, I talk for a living. What is it kind of like for you now, uh, being a mentor, but in a, you know, in a different realm of podcasting? 
honestly is such a nice, uh, I love taking the back seat and giving these women the chance to be the ones behind the mic. And I'm the one who gets to edit these episodes typically. I mean, every single one of Linda's episodes that you hear, I've, I've, I've had to listen and edit that. And same with Jenny, you know, so it's kind of cool to be able to take that back seat and not be the one, you know, front and center behind the mic speaking. And uh, yeah, it's just such a rewarding position to be in because of what I've been so lucky to do in my professional life in radio. Oh, well, congratulations to all of you. Um, so it's the... The All in Gold podcast. The And, and the is the, right? The, yep. The All in Gold podcast, uh, Coffee with Jenny B., SNS Creative or Sick and Successful. Congratulations, ladies, and let's say all power to women in Winnipeg. Yay! Thank you, Tracy. <laughs> Welcome back to Hugh at Home. Coming up, you're going to meet a young singer-songwriter, Clarissa Diocno, who, let's just say, is all about girl power. Hello, Clarissa. Welcome to Hugh at Home. I know it's virtual, but wow, congratulations. Your new single, Bad, can I say is one bad single, but bad in a good way. (laughs) Thank you. I was hoping it wasn't actually bad. (laughs) No. Oh, so... Um, you know, you're from Kitchener, Ontario. Uh, let's talk about getting into the music industry when, you know, most people dream of going to Toronto and probably maybe you will too. But what what is it like being in Kitchener uh, trying to be a singer-songwriter? Well, it's funny. I actually came from the GTA, so like the greater Ooh. Toronto area just outside. But um, I went to Waterloo for school. And I just ended up staying after I graduated and then moved like to downtown Kitchener. And I've just been here for a few years. I really love the community here. And I feel like um, if I tried to pursue the same things like in a bigger city like Toronto or LA or Nashville, I may get lost in the crowd. I don't know, but I feel like it'd be a little bit easier to stand out in a smaller city. Oh, and speaking about standing out, Clarissa, what do young musicians like yourself have to do in order to stay viable in people's, you know, in front of people's faces and trying to build up your fan base and all those things? I think the, the most important thing is to always connect with like the fans and just always keep that connection going cons- consistently and just, you know, posting a lot of content, even though it takes a, it takes a lot of time to do it and like prepare all the content and post it like 
Uh, I don't even post daily, but I try to do as much as I can to keep the people um, notified about what I'm doing all the time. And I also do uh, weekly live streams so I can keep in touch that way as well. So I think it's really important to keep that connection going. So you do keep socially connected. Wow, that, that's a lot <laughs> on, yeah. on your plate. Uh, what things do you like to talk about then? Because I mean, to keep that conversation going. I know, right? honestly, it's everyday life. So I stream like twice a week, uh, every week. And a lot of the same time, it's the same people that come, which is really cool. Cause it's like, oh, hey, maybe like I, got, I have a loyal fan base. <laughs> but uh, we talk about like what we eat. Cause I'm such a foodie and food is like one of the big things that we talk about on my live streams. Talk about music. I always ask them like what they did on the weekend, just anything. I want it to be a safe and comfortable space for them to just be themselves and talk about whatever they want to talk about within reason. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that is so true, especially in the world that we're living in now and having to spend so much time either isolated or in a bubble or talking on Zoom or on, on all of these things and not really having that human connection. How have you dealt through all of this for yourself personally? Well, so I'm, I'm actually a homebody. <laughs> um, I don't mind being at home at lo alone for like long periods of time, but I'm so connected like online. I'm always chatting with my friends and family like every day. So it didn't really um, particularly um, bother me that I had to like stay home all the time because I'm, I'm so used to it anyway. <laughs> it's funny because I feel like I'm 50-50 down the middle for introverted and extroverted. So I can, I can do both. <laughs> well, and you'd mentioned you have done some live performances. So what, is, what was that like? Oh my gosh, it, it was so incredible to, to be back playing for a real live audience because you know, over the past two years, I've just been singing in front of a screen so it was so nice to see, you know, smiling faces, people singing along to songs. It's been um, over two years since I had a live gig and I just played two just, just this past week. So it was just amazing to be back. Aww. Well, and you did say that you're kind of like an introvert. So how do you convert an introvert to, be, to being on stage and to be a performer and project and talk to the audience and be an extrovert. I feel like I, I could still work on my, my stage banter because <laughs> like the singing part, I, I'm so into it. I love it. The talking could probably use a little work. We'll see. But um, as I said, I feel like I'm literally down the middle with introversion and extroversion. So I think I can turn it on sometimes because <laughs> you have to, especially like in this industry, you got to you know, be out there and you want people to notice you and stuff, right? So I got to force myself sometimes. Well, hey, all you have to do is talk about food, and I think uh, you'll get the crowd going. Yes. <laughs> and now getting into songwriting and, um, and doing the music, which part do you like better? Ooh, so the songwriting versus the... The music. Like, okay. Hmm, that's a tough one. I, I guess it depends on, on the mood that I'm in. Mm -hmm. But um, I would say I was more... Overall, I really love performing live and putting on a show and getting the crowd like super into it like I get so much adrenaline from that like all the energy but at the same time like when I'm at home I love being at home and I just have my keyboard put some moody lights on and just like write whatever I'm feeling uh, it's so hard to say which I like more 
it just depends on like the setting and what I'm feeling. <laughs> and I guess uh, where do you want to go in the future, Clarissa? More music, you know, more shows. Oh yeah, I, I would definitely love to. It's probably not for a while, but I would love to have a tour of some sort, <laughs> like even if it's just across Canada or into the U.S. or into Europe, or just open for someone really big, like Bruno Mars. I love him. <laughs> <laughs> well, who doesn't? <laughs> <laughs> He's incredible. Aww. But yeah, touring and、um, recording albums.、Mm-hmm. It's just the beginning right now, though. But I, I can't wait to see what's in store. Ah, and do you sometimes think that,、uh, well, yeah, you are a little bit of a, a role model for other young girls, like yourself, maybe wanting to pursue a career just like you're doing right now. Oh, I I love that. So I've actually had a couple messages from, just from like young girls that I've met in my live streams. They're just saying that like I've inspired them to start like singing or or playing piano. And it just feels so good to have someone say that you inspired them. When sometimes I'm just like, oh, me? No. <laughs> It's just a beautiful thing, like inspiration. Yeah. No. And you know what? I think that having the courage, but also the confidence to pursue something like this to Clarissa is really、mm-hmm. important. But also to、uh, to be able to say and and you put it put it out there on how you feel. I think、mm-hmm. is really important. For sure, I think it's important to to tell your story.、Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm so used to doing cover songs because I did the whole cover band thing, posted lots of YouTube covers, and now it's just finally time to you know write what's in my heart and my soul and just share it with the world. Even though it's scary at times, but <laughs> well, <I'm not laughs> got to do what you got to do. <laughs> yeah. And how do you work the old?、Uh, Social media and comments that might come up there—that can be hurtful. How do you handle oh, it? Oh, like the negative comments and stuff. Yeah. So, oh, every time I get like a downvote on YouTube, I'm kind of just like, oh, someone doesn't like me or my music. But it's kind of just like, hey, as long as you're making them feel something,、mm-hmm. whether it be even some kind of negativity towards you, it's like you like made an impact on them. Which I think is pretty cool, but it's like you, you can't please everyone. Not not everyone can like you, and that's totally fine, right? <laughs> oh wow!、Uh, no, I think that you're going to please and make a lot of people happy. So you said that you are going to do a song. So what are you going to play for us? I'm going to play my new single, Bad. We're going to do a super chill, stripped down version of it. Oh, thanks so much, Carissa.
You beg me not to leave, waiting so patiently. Then I go my own way, leaving you in the dark where you thought we'd go up. 'Cause I'm bad, so bad. What you had? I wish you were different. I know you do too. Got up in the moment. I'll realize we're through. Guilt and regret, sadness and shame. All of these feelings are driving me insane. And when the time heals all your wounds, you will see that I wasn't meant to be. We want to thank all of our special guests on today's show and leave you with this question: If you had the chance to have your own podcast, what would it be about, and who would be your first guest? We want to know, so send us an email to hello at ilikeyou.com, or you can message us on Facebook and Instagram at ilikeyou. But for now, stay safe and healthy, and we'll see you next time on Hue at Home. Time heals all your wounds. You will see that I wasn't Thanks for listening. This has been a production of iLikeQ.com, podcast distribution from the Sound Off Media Company. Hi, this is Candace Sampson, the voice behind What She Said. My show is your destination for stories that not only entertain but also educate and empower. Every week, I spotlight strong female voices from across Canada, women who are changing the narrative and driving change. Don't miss out on these inspiring episodes. Subscribe on Apple, Spotify, and Amazon Music, or head over to WhatSheSaidTalk.com. What she said can also be heard on BlastTheRadio.com. Mondays at 5 p.m. and Wednesdays at 7 p.m. That's blasttheradio.com. It's time to dive into the stories that truly matter. 
I'm Jeff Woods, and I'm shining a light on music and the rock stars who make it. He just was one of those people, he, he stood out. He was a magic guy. He really was a magic guy. All, we all have force. He had the same amount of force as we all had. This was before Led Zeppelin. Robert was full on. I mean, he was Led Zeppelin without the band behind him. He had the hair, the jeans, the whole thing, you know. And he was amazing. The Records and Rockstars podcast, heard around the world and yours to hear wherever you get podcasts. All the episodes from JeffWoodsRadio.com. Another Sound Off Media Company podcast.